Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat sermon. Now the story is told about a uh, synagogue on the East Coast, large synagogue. The rabbi stands up one morning on a Shabbat just like this before Rosh Hashanah and he says, My dear congregants, I have a big favor to ask you today. I'd like you to switch off your cell phones. I'd like you not to text, not to get beat, not to make any secret shushy phone calls, but to use the time just to focus on the purpose of the Shabbat. And the service continues. Everyone puts their hands in their pockets, switches off their phones, and the service continues. About 15 minutes later, an anxious Jew comes pounding into the shul, um, frantically texting. He goes up to the sexton, the uh, the, the beetle, the, uh, the shamus, and he says to him, excuse me, he says... Uh, What's the Wi-Fi code here? <laughs> Shamus says to him, for heaven's sake. He says, tell me, is that uppercase or lowercase? <laughs> My friends, this parasha is all uppercase. And the Torah this week, I think, gives you the Wi-Fi code. And that's what I want to talk about today. Um, first of all, just in terms of context before we get to text... Where are we in the Sefer Torah? You know already, Josh, we're in the last chapter of the book, of the Torah, right? The last book, which is Devarim. You know that, right? And we're ending the Torah reading. Do you remember the first time that the word Devarim was used? I will tell you. It was used at the very beginning of Moses' life as the leader of our people. When God approaches him at the burning bush and wants him to take the leadership role, and his famous words are, Ki lo ish Devarim anochi. I'm not a man of words. I'm not a man of Devarim. Moshe's life is the story of a man who starts off Kvad Lapeh uh, and Kvad Lashon, a man who is heavy of mouth, heavy of tongue. In other words, we think of him as a stutterer. Who goes on to become an Ish Devarim par excellence. And perhaps the reason that we call him Moshe Rabbeinu, our teacher, is because the great lesson he taught us, among many others, is that you can be anything you want. You can start off being a stutterer, and you can end up being the master of Devarim. You have that potential. You can do and will do whatever you want. So the first capital letters of this week's parsha is context. Ish Devarim. You can be a man of words. You can be whatever you want to be, and we know that you will be. The second, I think, among many, many lessons in this week's parsha, and you covered the the, the Nitzavim uh, so beautifully, I'm not going to do any more on that. You covered it really, really well. I want to focus on perhaps the heart and soul of this week's parasha, and I think something that that can speak to you for the rest of your life. I'm going to read to you in English. You know it in Hebrew, and if I wanted to put you on the spot, I could ask you to come up and sing that part again, but you already sang it once, and uh, and you did. I'm going to give you the English, though, so you really hear it. Here it is. Four sentences. I'm going to read them quickly, and I want you to absorb them. And by the way, I'm talking to you, but I know people are paying attention. We all should. This is the Shabbos where we should be paying attention. We're on the eve of Rosh Hashanah. As you said, we're all at the river about to cross over into a whole new promised land. And so it's as well to keep this thought in mind. And here it is. For this commandment, which I command you this day, is not concealed from you, nor is it far away. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will go up to heaven for us and fetch it for us, to tell it to us so that we can fulfill it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you would say, who will cross the ocean to the other side and fetch it for us and tell it to us so we can fulfill it. Rather, this thing is very close to you. It is in your mouth, 
in your heart so that you can fulfill it. You have everything you need very close to you. You have family, you have friends, you have community, you have love, you have teachers, you have the background. It's all very close to you. Don't ever think that Judaism is too complex, too far away, too unattainable, too big for you to grab at all. Anything you do is good. You know, Judaism is not a pass-fail exam. It's a graded exam. People make a very big mistake using the word consistency as a way to justify usually doing very little because they're trying to be consistent. Let me give you some advice. Consistency is not a Jewish value. It's a secular value. It really is. Of course, if you could be consistently perfect, that would be ideal. But none of us can. And the psalmists tell us that repeatedly over and over again. Nobody can be consistently a tzaddik. So once you give up on that, then you realize that Judaism is a graded example. And I'm sure your grades are going to be fantastic. The final words I want to share with you are looking forward into the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur service. Over there we see a threefold secret to Jewish successful living. It's not just a Rosh Hashanah prayer. It comes to us, the, the, the insight I want to share with you comes from Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. I love Hashalom. You will recognize these words immediately, but I want you to understand what Rabbi Sachs says about them and how you can make them yours. It says, This idea of tshuva, which means returning, tshuva, which means prayer, and tzedakah, which means charity, are the secrets to powerful, successful Jewish life. And how does he see them? First of all, he says, tshuva is returning to yourself, returning to your essence, returning to your capacity, your capability to be the best you can be. Tshuva is returning to God, to reconnecting your relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, your spiritual realm needs to be focused on. And the third thing is tzedakah. So what he paints is this glorious tapestry of the threefold direction of movement, inward, upward, and outward. And if you view that image, and you take that image with you, it will stand you in good stead throughout your life. It's a powerful image. It really is. You'll hear it. Throughout Rosh Hashanah, we say it, we say it, tremendous Kavanah and difficult and complex parts of the service. But I think if you just step back and you say, what can I learn from it? What can I take away from my life? Which is how I would hope you will look at many aspects of Judaism. Not as theoretical things for other people, for rabbis. You heard the Pasuk. It's yours. Go out and grab it. It's your heritage. It's your inheritance. And I want to end with a blessing for all of us. We're about to enter the new year. And every new year has a numerical number in Hebrew letters. The year we're entering into is Tough Shin Pei Bet, right? 5782. And the Hasidim tell us, you know, they always find meaning for the letters that give the word, the, the, the year its name. And they give the, the blessing for all of us is Tehei Shnat Plaot Bakol. It should be a year with blessings in everything that counts. And this word Bakol, you know, is a Jewish, what I call a pregnant word. You know, people think that Bill Gates invented the hyperlink. He really didn't. The Jewish people did. When we hear certain words, they trigger other resonances of the same word. You heard that from you today, Josh. With the word Nitzavim, right? You understood that it resonates with other Nitzavim, other places where that word is used. And so the moment we hear that word, it triggers memories and associations of other applications. The word Bakol was the word that Abraham was blessed with. Bakol, the ultimate blessing. Everything. And so that's my blessing for all of us, that it should be a year that we enter, that should be a year of blessing, of plentiful in all things that matter.
You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.